0: Welcome to episode 75 of the 2 on 3 podcast, an hour-long show where two of your <laughs> friends take on three topics in 30 minutes. I'm Ty, and you can find me girding my loins on Twitter for the last day of school at S-E-A-T-J-K. That sounds terrible now that I read it out loud. <laughs> mm, sketchy. <laughs> and with me as always is Chris. Where do you subtweet your kids, Chris? I subtweet them at CD Villasenor
1: on the Twitter, and it's still weeks away, two weeks at least. Two weeks for you uh, Midwest listeners, and I know you're out there. Um, yeah, we we have to go. They've been out of school for like two weeks, <laughs> and we're and we're still slugging it out. So here we are. Is it a good
0: thing? Maybe it's a good thing. <laughs>
1: I don't know. We get those extra weeks. We get that that midwinter break week, the ski week in February, and then we get a, a real spring break. And all the kids I grew up with just had to go back to work on the farm, so that's why they that's why they got out uh, in the middle of May. So that's eh, not a bad deal.
0: I don't. I didn't. I think we've talked about this before. I didn't have a midwinter break. That was not a thing that existed ever in my life.
1: No, that was that was completely new to me when we moved out here. I mean, it's like what you have what.
0: Yeah, but I like went to school out here for like elementary school and for parts of it anyway. And anyway, didn't exist. It's
1: it's just a bunch of rich parents like saying, we need us. We're just taking off in February to go skiing. So you might as well make it a break because we're taking our kids out anyway. Okay. And then they just started doing it.
0: All right. We'll interact with the show on Twitter at two on three pod or hit us up via email at at two on three pod.com. You know how much we love to hear from you. If you haven't picked up on it yet, the specter of kids on summer vacation is casting a long shadow over our near future and directly over this episode, so this week we're going to talk a little bit about summer coping strategies. We will start with would-you-rather as uh, defined by a 10-year-old. He's 10, right? Yeah, he's 10. All right. Uh, We'll move on to examine the lies parents tell their kids, and we'll close with the pros and cons of trying to take your kids out of the country. Jawa is back on its game this week, and we've got some more listener mail to share, and if there's time, we might talk a little bit about hot takes on Batman. So as we look ahead to summer vacation, I have a question for you. Have you ever won a vacation in a drawing or sweepstakes or some such? Free trips? Yeah, um,
1: let's see, well, I don't know, those free con- I- We took advantage of some free condo once, where you have to they pitch you. You have to say you can spend two days here at this condo place, but you have to sit through a, an hour long pitch. Okay. And the dude was like, you guys aren't buying. And we're like, no, he's like, enjoy some breakfast and get out of here.
0: <laughs> really? Okay. So oh, yeah. maybe I'll go to this. Cause I got a call today from the organizers of one of the giveaway sweepstakes from the, Uh, golf and travel show that was earlier in the the year uh, Mm -hmm. in the winter and you know you put your name and all that stuff because you want to win free golf at these resort places right and so apparently my name was selected for uh, options to go to las vegas or southern california
1: here's the here's the thing everyone gets selected right (laughs) eventually they're working their way through the list
0: yeah why do i have to why do i have to set an appointment if i won something Mm Hmm. yeah i have to go to the the place and listen to the pitch, which I've done before on vacation to get like the um like the free tour boat ride kind of thing. Like we're yeah. already in Hawaii, it'll go to the, the the timeshare pitch so you can get your coupons for the surfing lessons or the or the boat ride or whatever you want to do. Yeah, same deal. Yeah. So but they're like, Oh you have to bring your wife and I was like I have to I have to? Like, yeah you can't <laughs> she told me she's like you can't go alone. I was like, Well my wife right. didn't enter the contest. Right.
1: Can I bring my side piece? Right <laughs>
0: <laughs> can I just bring a, like, a friend? Can I, I, can I, I assume met in the bar the night before? <laughs> are you going to assume we're a couple if it's a guy?
1: Right? I mean, whatever. I mean, they just want to pitch you. I don't know. You can make it very clear to them. It's like, you can pitch me. I'm not buying anything. Right. That's so cool. And those folks are used to that.
0: Can I just sit in the room and, like, look at my phone? Like, total, like a total asshole. <laughs> See, I, I'm too polite in that way. I would never just disrespect somebody in that way. I would I would at least give them right. my attention. And then I'd probably start to be like, oh, this sounds like a, a good idea. You're right. <laughs> we we, sh- we should lock ourselves into these specific condominiums that we have to use all the time. There you go. I don't know. Yeah. Wyndham makes a lot of money. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's uh, let's get the show started tonight. Yeah. Um, well, you, you started with a personal anecdote, so why don't you kick us off?
1: Right. So we do this, we oftentimes do this, um, would you rather, around the dinner table and whatnot. And, and I don't know if my son made this up or whatever, <laughs> but it was completely random and hilarious to me. So, uh, so I shall pose the question. Well, he asked me, what if someone gave you a billion dollars, but you would be chased by a snail for the rest of your life? If the snail touches you, you die. Would you take it? Now this was this was a really interesting exercise for me because essentially it's the eternal specter of dread. Like could you could you just deal with it? But it's a snail, right? And in your if it's always chasing you, wouldn't it always sort of be in transit? Like if I went to work or well, I have a billion dollars. <laughs> okay. But but if I were to just to go to if I were just to go to downtown Seattle, would the, the snail would start making its way toward me, right?
0: Uh, so I, I would definitely take the billion dollars. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, really what you're going to do immediately is, well, how far is the snail away from you to start? <laughs> I, <laughs> need, I need details. <laughs> Maybe it's they, they open
1: up the case with the, bill, with the check for the billion dollars. You get the check and then the, and the snail crawls out after you. Like it enters out. the room. It, it it it's in the case with the check. Okay. So the second you pull the check, it releases the snail.
0: Okay. Uh yeah, so my first act would get to would be to hire a crew to time the snail. I want to understand exactly how much ground the snail can cover. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm gonna fly across the country and buy my first home in New York or whatever. Uh-huh. And then I'm gonna hang out there as long as I want, and then once I think that the snail is too close for comfort i'm going to move on <laughs> you know maybe i'll go down to florida for a while then i'm, gonna, I'm just going to keep circling the globe as, as the
1: snail uh, yeah because once you cross an ocean you figure the snail's never going to get you right if you move to france <laughs> if the first thing you you're going to forget france yeah, that's the thing you are going to forget i don't know that's the and then you're going to see some snail you're going to be out in the park and you're going to see some snail and you're like holy shit is that the snail like, this thing, would, this thing would haunt you always. <laughs> You'd snail? never know. How, you know, yeah, you, because- see, you
0: just you have to wear two watches, your regular watch, <laughs> and then a digital watch that's just a countdown <laughs> clock at all times. And it's just constantly, like, what's that watch? Oh, that's the snail clock. We have to leave here in 30 minutes, or the snail will come into view.
1: Right, right. But me, you I wouldn't die. know. But that's the thing. You would be living your life at... At a, you know, maybe, so it's a supernatural snail, so it doesn't have, it knows where you are all the time, and it doesn't right. sleep. It's always if, moving in a straight line going. towards you. Okay. So if, if you were to believe the internet, if you believe the internet, a snail can cover about 200 meters a day. Okay. If, I guess if that, if it doesn't sleep. So 200 meters a day isn't very far. No, it's like it very much.
0: 650 feet.
1: Right. So you could you could
0: easily move to Australia <laughs> and never have to worry about this snail ever again. The snail could get never get you. Well, so, yeah, but at some point the snail's going to have to get on a boat. And at that point it's going to be moving as fast as the boat is moving, which is faster. <laughs> is it that smart? Is it, yeah, is it, it can definitely. Because if you can cross it, the ocean, well, it has to at least be able to crawl onto yeah. some sort of a vessel. Yeah, what if it can crawl
1: into a plane?
0: It's okay, if it can crawl into a plane, we got real problems. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think the snail, the supernatural snail that's chasing you, can just do if it can do whatever it could do. So if it could go to SeaTac and like find a plane that's going to France, it could crawl onto the plane and get off at Charles de Gaulle like the next day, like a cargo plane or whatever. Yeah, what it would do is it would go to Memphis and hang out at FedEx, and wherever you went, it would just get <sighs> off. You just got to
0: keep moving. So there you go. The the solution is you just have to live on your yacht. Yacht would do it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think how, but then you're going to have snail security people. Like they have to stand around the boat (laughs) when it's docked and make sure no snails can come aboard. Just kill.
1: I want you to kill every snail.
0: The snail has to be unkillable. If the snail is killable, the whole thing is no.
1: Okay. Snail is unkillable. The snail knows where you are at all times and can and if it can crawl onto a plane or a boat, it can come get you.
0: I'm still taking the money.
1: Oh, for sure. But you're gonna. <laughs> but you're gonna have to live with
0: that dress. That sense of, God damn, there's a snail. What if you're sleeping? Well, I'm, you need some like quality like proximity sensors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is.
1: I still. It's uh, you take the billion, but yeah, you're gonna. You're gonna. You're looking over your shoulder the rest of your life. I'm not sure your quality of life is exactly what you might might want it to be thinking about
0: it all the time every night when you go to sleep every night the snail gets here (laughs) what if the snail gets
1: here what if the snail knows to what if the snail knows to put itself in a you know what if it's gloms onto a ups box that's headed to your wherever you are it knows
0: i'll tell you what you put another one on the, the the talk sheet here and your second one is you have 500 tries to make a hole-in-one on 120-yard par 3. If you make it, you get a billion dollars. If you miss it, you get two years in prison. I will take the billion and run from the snail. I will not do this golf thing. Really?
1: No. You 500 tries to make 120-yard par 3? No, I'm not going three. to prison
0: for anything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what if it was just like white-collar prison? I've been playing golf since I was 10 years old. I've never made a hole-in-one. It's not going to happen now. But here's the thing. You get 500 tries on 120-yard, which is not too bad. It's a pitching wedge. It's not even, and it's it's a pit. Let's say it's a pit. They're, okay, and but it's the same shot five hundred times. Like you, you don't think so. You're not. You're not. You're not confident enough of your golf game to pull this. I mean, they pull the they, they clean the green every time, so the, like there won't be golf balls in the way.
0: I mean, it sounds like the odds are pretty good. Don't get me wrong, and I can probably after a few shots get it within ten feet, pretty much. Every every time, but if I get to halfway And I haven't done it, then my butt's going to start to get (laughs) tight And I'm not going to be able to hit the shot anymore One year in prison? (laughs) White collar prison? Like, yeah Or like federal pound me in the ass prison No, no, (laughs) No. just just Minimum
1: security prison Like, they're not going to put you in general pop In some like, like, federal penitentiary No, I mean, you wouldn't last two minutes there Good lord
0: no, you especially say, not these days. No, I'm but so just soft.
1: Just, just basic incarceration. Basic um basic embezzler incarceration. Where you where you have no freedoms. You get three squares, you have to wear the jumpsuit, and your family can visit you every third weekend.
0: Alright, for, <laughs> for two years. For two years for a billion dollars. Yeah, a billion dollars. It's a lot. There's no you have bring way. the dollar value down to like make it more realistic.
1: <laughs> there's no other there's no other well, it's gonna have to what, you think what, would you do it for Half a billion dollars.
0: I think what would really make it interesting is if it was a billion dollars divided by 500. So every time you took the shot and missed it, it it, you lost one (laughs) five hundredth of the billion dollars, like it slowly clicked down. I think it's
1: just straight up, straight up, you get a billion dollars, 500 tries, or you go to prison for two years. Two years is a long stretch, especially long stretch. when you got little kids. Your kids would be your kids would be half grown by the time you got out of there.
0: Well, yeah, and then you have to explain to them why you're in prison. <laughs> you're poor decision making.
1: <laughs> your daddy thought he could make a hole in one on a 120 yard par three, like on a regular. I mean, just a you know, no tricky, no tricky green or anything. Just kind of a regular.
0: I don't know. Maybe it'd have to be in front of me. If you have the money and we're out on the golf course, it'd be a different story.
1: Let's see. It's uh, it's number three at Bellevue. Middle pin, I, I, middle pin, number three at Bellevue from one hundred and twenty.
0: No, I've missed that green so many times.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am telling you, I would, I would take that at at Bellevue. I'd take that at Bellevue, at, on a number three from one hundred twenty. Okay, I'd, I'd do it. Well, what hey, I really what,
0: liked about what, oh, sorry, go ahead. I mean, you just go. You are just going to prison. <laughs> just prison. Whatever. Well, what, what I really liked about what you had here is that. You also attached a list you found of of would you rather's, which is a treasure trove of content for us going forward. Oh yeah! But
1: this thing's amazing. Uh,
0: there's really good ones in here. Like the very first one is: Would you rather aliens that make first contact be robotic or organic?
1: I know Based what reasons which are is going to tell you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want organic too.
1: I assume that robots are no. not, are going to kill us. No, no. I I want I want ro- I, I
0: want robotic. You want robotic? Yeah why you think they're easier to defeat? I
1: well, organics a lot to take on in a in a in a in a day, right? <laughs> like alien <laughs> with like some weird alien head or whatever.
0: Like, I don't <laughs> so you're know. Saying it's like just freakier? Maybe yeah, well, that's, maybe that's the deciding factor.
1: Like I could I could live with the fact that robots made it across the universe, the wide openness of space and then got here and then whatever they did to us, they do to us. Or maybe they're like, we come in peace, whatever. But to see, like, an organic alien that made it across space? I don't know. That's a whole different ballgame for me for some odd reason.
0: Okay. I just feel like if robots come, that they're definitely here to kill us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like <Yeah>. there's, no... <laughs> there's no middle ground.
0: There's okay. no negotiating with a robot.
1: Maybe it's V'ger. Like, from the you know, from the first Star Trek movie, <laughs> it's one of our own pieces of satellite material that went out in space and made contact with aliens and they brought it back to us.
0: Well, there are a couple more on this list that I wanted to right. mention before we moved on. Um, I-, I thought some were like personality tests. like, would you rather always be ten minutes late or always be twenty minutes early? I feel like that's barely even a, a I'm thing already to ask I'm
1: already twenty minutes early all the
0: time. <laughs> right at least like i hate being late and i feel like if you're like oh i'd rather be 10 minutes late you just probably i don't want to be your friend right (laughs) if you're going to choose that then we're we're not going to be friends (laughs) (laughs) or or like would you rather lose the ability to read or lose the ability to speak i mean we're here doing a podcast and i would still give up speaking in a hot second if i don't want to be an illiterate are you kidding me like i can't read anything
1: hashtag i never learned to read anyway so, I just uh, thought I'd way
0: down, way down in the list. Okay. Would you rather have out of control body hair or a strong pungent body odor? Oh, I'd take the hair. I'd
1: teen for wolf sure, it right. Up. I'd teen wolf it up in a second because people want to hang out with Teen Wolf. People don't want to hang out with Stinky Joe. <laughs> that's for damn sure. That's yeah. I that's that's a no brainer. That's an easy one.
0: <laughs> All right, well, I'm gonna hang we'll on to this back, list. And, we'll uh, come back yeah. to this.
1: we'll come back to this later, but uh anyway. It is
0: literally hundreds of items long. Yeah, yeah. Hundreds.
1: Watch out for the snails. Maybe that <laughs> <one's-> <laughs> It's
0: gonna get you. <laughs> All right, in uh topic number two, we are going to talk about the lies that we tell our children. Um I came across a Twitter thread a couple weeks back that I that pocketed away and uh wanted to come back to it. Um it is it starts with a woman saying that she basically just posts a lie that her mom told her that if she ate too much popcorn, she'd get something called pack belly, which really was just an excuse for her mom not to let her eat the popcorn so she could, you know, hoard it for herself. And she didn't figure this out until she's an adult. And uh, being a fairly large Twitter account, and of course, generates a bunch of replies. Um, I know I picked a, a few that I wanted to, to touch on because they made me laugh. But, you know, there's there sort of fall into a couple of different categories here, which is manipulation... Right. I'm going to sort of tell you a weird lie to manipulate your behavior. Right. Um, a joke for my own entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then utility. Like, I'm, I'm going to tell you a lie so that I can get you. It's not quite the manipulation thing, but I need to accomplish something. So I'm going to tell you this lie that's going to help us both accomplish something.
1: Right. right. I mean, they're the, they're, and they're the, there's the whole cavalcade of traditional lies, right? Like Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny, the Tooth Fairy, the Bible, <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't get the reaction I wanted out of you. Well, I mean I agree. I was like I'm not like surprised <laughs> by that cuz I like that's what I think. So. <laughs> but those are the those are the pretty those are the common ones, but it's the but it's the it's the I think a lot of like dad lies come from the fact that dads are it's just generally lazy. And so they'll just make up a lie so they don't have to do something. Like oh no, we can't do that because if I start the car before 9.30 in the morning, you know, it might explode. <laughs> you, you would tell that to a two-year-old. They'd be going, oh, shit. We better not turn on the car before 9 o'clock or else it'd explode. Right. But the, uh, the, the one that made me laugh on here was the one where if you don't put the toilet seat down, it messes up the cable. <laughs> See, that's a good lie. That's a good lie because then the, the you know then the, the person's like, oh shit, I don't want to mess up our cable television. I better put the toilet seat down.
0: Yeah, I actually grabbed a bunch of these to potentially use um, <laughs> because <but, laughs> I feel like they're useful. So I like this one. Uh, my dad used to tell me if I didn't hold his hand crossing the street, I might get hit by a car and turn into a grease spot on the pavement. I thought that every grease spot I ever saw on a road or in a parking lot was where someone had been hit by a car and died. <laughs> My kids are my, my kids are lunatics in in the parking lot and it doesn't matter what I say. I mean I you know I'm left right left again um hammering into their brains but this might be useful. You see that big spot of black <laughs> shit? That's where some kid got turned into a grease spot and run over.
1: Let me tell you, parking lot safety is no joke. You got to have that. You got to have parking lot discipline. Yeah. It's important. <clears throat> it really is, man. I I even make my kids turn off their headphones and stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah. no, you cannot
0: walk on the open street wearing headphones. Don't ever do it. You'll get run over. I think I, I think I think quite a bit is that if you are looking at your phone when you get hit by a car, that the driver should be not uh, responsible <laughs> for the fact that you got hit by a car.
1: Exonerated. You should be completely yeah. exonerated. Like, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. They were looking at their phone.
0: The best reason to have a dash cam. See, look, that person. Then but I was like, oh, it would immediately turn into a game for a bunch of psychos. (laughs) Oh, well, they had their phone, so. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, I liked my brother. Uh, The the joke ones are always good, especially if your parents go along with a joke that you're siblings have told. Um, So, like, my brother and sister told me that I was a monkey and that my parents took pity upon me and adopted me from a zoo. They removed my tail and shaved me to make me look like a human. (laughs) When I ran crying to my mother, she looked me dead in the eyes and said, so, you finally know the truth.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. My, My parents told me at one point that they found me in a garbage can, and I believed them.
0: I used to tell my little brother and sister that when they behave poorly, we were going to return them to the store that we got them from and trade them in for a new one. <laughs> That's I still I still use that, and I mean it. I'm ready to return these kids someday. <laughs> I ask my kids sometimes, like, "Would you rather go live with a different family? <laughs> you would like, to, you pack your shit and figure it out. I don't. <laughs> you don't like it here so much. We will. We will send you away. I don't. am not with sending that. you away. I'm giving you the option to leave. This is a
1: good one for Midwesterners. My mom used to tell us we were under tornado watch, so we would have to go to the basement and leave her alone. <laughs> I, really,
0: I like that one a lot. Although that's not as funny these days, because now it's just the truth. Like, no. oh, hey, there's 300 tornadoes in a week, so uh, just stay in the basement. Just stay in the basement. Just do it. Just don't don't go outside. I really enjoyed the um, also the ones where people didn't realize it was a lie until they said it to someone else. Like they didn't understand, like because kids are very literal, right? Yeah. Um, so even the ones where the kids misunderstood one um, stuff, like I was at college when I discovered that every one of the frosted flakes were frosted, and my mom had been blending we- blending wheaties and frosted flakes my whole life. <laughs> oh, that's
1: that's a uh, that's funny. <laughs> that's pretty good, right? Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't want to have she does want frosted have, flakes. She doesn't want you to have all that sugar,
0: right? You don't need it. It's not right. good for you.
1: Right. That's like so here's the here's the here's the truth that my my son thought I was telling a lie but that all the all the fruit loops regardless of color have the same flavor. And he's like that's impossible. I said no, it's true. <laughs> you you look like you don't believe me. They're
0: no, they're all the same. No, flavor are all fruit the loops? same.
1: Yeah, all the same yeah. flavor. I said regardless of the color they're all the same flavor. He's like, no, no, no. This purple one definitely tastes like grape. It does not. <laughs> no, it no the, the orange one does not taste like orange. Here, here, have like close your eyes. So we had to have a scientific. Thing. it's like, which color is that? I don't know. They all taste the same. Of course, they all taste the same because they're all the same.
0: I also like the moment where people, they, how old they got before they brought it up. Like, I thought going cold turkey involved deli meat until I asked my grade twelve chemistry teacher if it was trypt- <laughs> if, if it was the tryptophan that helped people quit drugs. <laughs>
1: That's fantastic. I mean, you gotta feel like a, a real idiot. Like you're 17 years old. You don't know that cold turkey means any of
0: that. Just, yeah, it's never come up. I, I the thing that that always happens to me is I will have read a word some way, pronounce it in my head for some years, like in in some fashion, because I've never heard it said.
1: I'll tell. I, here here's it is. When you read Harry Potter for the first time, Hermione did not come out Hermione in your in your brain the first time you read harry potter
0: not until i heard someone else say it, yeah right it's yeah. she's Hermione <laughs> <laughs> for like three years i didn't even know until
1: till some movie came out it's like her name's hermione what what kind of name is that what kind of weirdo
0: english name is hermione <laughs> right i did not have that in my lexicon to draw on no um ennui stands out for me as one that took a long time <laughs> to figure out because i'd read it a thousand times i knew what it meant and like, i still didn't know how to say it
1: yeah and I can't figure out the pronunciation thing in the dictionary. I don't know what those... No, that's not those useful mean.
0: at all. <laughs> I don't
1: know what all those, weird, let- to- know what yeah, those they- weird letters mean.
0: I like the one... My mom told me silly putty evaporates if you leave it out of the container when you're done playing with it. I was in my 20s when I realized she was just throwing it away. <laughs> my kids always talk about they want slime. You know what you're uh, familiar with, sure. slime, right? Oh, yeah, I'm And I've right. made a blanket rule. There's no slime. In the house, if you you have it, you can have it outside. Like they'll get it, like at parties or at school, and they'll they'll come home with it. And I'm like, no, you can play with that outside. It's not coming in my house. I want that. (laughs) So I I might have to go with this. If you leave it out, it evaporates, and oh, it's just it's gone, (laughs) disappeared. (laughs) Uh,
1: By the way, I was I was absolutely a a stickler for putting the cap back on the play doh. It's like I paid goddamn money for that play doh. Do not leave the cap off and let it turn into dust. It would piss me off. I'd be like, "Put the damn cap on the, and don't mix the Play-Doh colors either, and make a big weirdo, weirdo Purplish gray blob."
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, uh, that's so good. How do you feel about the ones that are cruel here? Because <laughs> like, there's stuff like my mom used to tell me there were others before you, but we ate them as soon as they got big enough. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it it all depends on how the kid takes it. I mean, there's a there's this old hilarious Steve Martin bit. Um, where he would say You know what would be funny Well, You know what's a good joke On little kids Is when you're at home Just talk wrong <laughs> So when they go to school On their first day They hold up their hand And they go Can I mom a dog face With a banana patch <laughs> <laughs> Completely teach them A whole different language Now that would be cruel
0: it's Like they don't understand English <laughs> you, well, I mean you also Set them back years <laughs> Yes I, would they send you hold- to
1: jail for that? Would they send you to jail for that?
0: Um, I don't know. I immediately want to say we're not putting anybody in jail for putting other kids in cages. So, <laughs> <laughs> but
1: if you're if you're just a regular citizen and you teach your child a completely nonsensical language and then you send them to school,
0: now this would be like some sort of Rachel Dolezal thing where you've <laughs> like just you've created your own reality. <laughs> right. Which right. is the thing that you're allowed to do. But so, you uh,
1: haven't used any you've used English words, but you've used them in a different in a different order so they don't know how to speak. Yeah, you've just flipped how all to, the
0: vocabulary around. Yeah. Yeah, you just started calling things different. Yeah, I don't think you'd go to jail. You'd be vilified for sure. <laughs> <laughs>
1: would you get on the, would you make the evening news?
0: Yeah, yeah, well, oh, yes. Oh, all right, very good. You'd fair be enough. on today's show, because it would just be constantly other people going, why did you do this to your child? <laughs> um, I came home to find my parakeet turned from yellow to blue. My dad explained that they can change colors when they molt. <laughs> I, found <out laughs> I found out that Mr. Tweety died 20 years later when I arrogantly argued that birds can change colors. <laughs>
1: That's hilarious. This, you know, I mean, there's a lot of your dog. Your dog went to the ranch to run right. free. We yeah. we sent him to a farm.
0: This one is particularly funny because you had to embarrass yourself to find out you were wrong at some point in the future. That's that's the payoff. The 20 year long payoff of these is, is, is where I really I enjoy that. Those yeah, are the I'll
1: best. Come. Those are the best ones. And the last one that if if I could tack one on here at the end Please. is the uh, uh, after hearing my dad exclaim "Jesus H Christ," he told me that the H <laughs> stood for Henry. And years later, I found out that I was wrong after loudly proclaiming it as a fact to a group of friends. <laughs> and then the, the other thing was uh it was uh one of the replies is I always heard it was as Harold as Harold be thy name, <laughs> 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 which is really funny. Uh,
0: the last one I wanted to mention was not a, a manipulative one. One I actually kind of ex- felt like I expanded my mind with. Um, you know the, the concept of. Uh, well I'll just read it it says my mom said it feels like it takes longer to go to a destination than to come back because we were traveling on the outside edge of infinity on the way there but we ride on the inside edge on the way home and I I think I'm bought into this
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes Um, what would Matthew McConaughey from Interstellar have to say about this I think he might agree
0: time's relative
1: it really is I mean it's you're just not paying attention. I don't know when the music's good. I don't.
0: Jeez, that's a good.
1: That's a good. That's a good question. It's a solid question. I like it. Well, it's as good an explanation as I can as
0: I can think of. I feel like that. I'll absolutely tell my kids that. Be like, hey, you know, refute me. <laughs> refute me. <laughs> Go look it up. i to put one of those you know, stand out. You know, set up a table. It says, uh, "Here's my beliefs. Change my mind." Like that asshole that did that a couple of years ago at the college. <laughs> anyway, sorry, that was so oh, whatever. Came out of nowhere. We're free associating tonight on the 2 on 3 pod. Uh but before we move off this topic, do you have any current um manipulative falsehoods in place? No,
1: not really. I think that uh I mean, I was a big fan of setting up like, you know, setting up straw men <laughs> to use against them because yeah, you know, sometimes it it makes more sense if, you know, Information comes from a third party, then comes from me. Sure. So sometimes I'll just I'll just invent a third party and say, "Hey, I read that," or "I read an article where," and then I just tell them what I want them to tell them, and then that'll be it. And they'll be
0: like, "Oh, okay." It's like there's some fact. There's like some scientific fact.
1: You should set a, <laughs> You should find
0: some. Figure media figure they respect, yeah. and set up a fake alternate Twitter account, and then just keep tweeting things that you want <laughs> tweet, them to know, and tweet. then show it to them on your phone. Look, uh, such and such said that <laughs> right. That uh, that uh, if you uh, if you
1: drink milk thirty five minutes before bed, the odds of you wetting the bed go up two hundred percent. I don't
0: know. The only active one I have, and I'm not even sure if it still sticks because it's been a while since I brought it up. But uh, we were going through a phase where the the house was just a mess a lot, and we were also reading um, some Shel Silverstein books in the fall in the winter. Um, and there is a poem in, uh, oh God, I wish I think it's a light in the attic, but I could be wrong about that. Um, but there is a, a poem called the toy eater and it's about the tukle. Uh And the Tuckle basically will eat your toys. if You leave them out. Oh. It is, is, I was going, I was going to read the poem. I, I don't know. Do we have time? Sure. All right. It's called the toy eater. You don't have to pick up your toys, okay? You can leave them right there on the floor. So tonight, when the terrible, toy-eaten Tuckle comes tiptoeing in through the crack in the door, he'll crunch all your soldiers, he'll munch on your trucks, he'll chew your poor puppets to shreds. He'll swallow your big wheel and slurp up your paints, and bite off your dear Dolly's heads. Then he'll wipe off his lips with the sails of your ship, and making a burpity noise, he'll slither away, but hey, that's okay. You don't have to pick up your toys. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and then he'll stab you while you're sleeping
0: <laughs> you should see the illustration and i will post it it's it's intense it's human feet and like a demon's head and long fingernails it is uh have some nightmare have some nightmares tonight children thank
1: you and here watch this watch this uh watch this um video of the babadook
0: <laughs> yeah uh here I, I have you heard of the momo challenge <laughs> Okay. So topic number three, um, we are heading to making the time to make summer vacation plans rather. And you sent me the, what it looks like the state department travel advisory for traveling to North Korea. This is my,
1: this, so this sort of started me thinking in this direction. So I was looking and it was, it came across my view that what the state department had posted. If you're planning to travel to North Korea, if you it says if you receive a special validation to travel to North Korea do the following basically the first point is draft a will and designate appropriate insurance beneficiaries and or power of attorney two discuss a plan with loved ones regarding care and custody of children pets property belongings non-liquid assets and funeral wishes those are the first two steps they tell you to do if you're planning to go to North Korea. They pretty much expect you to die. That seems like a reasonable expectation. <laughs> <laughs> but but it got me to thinking about international travel. I mean, we've done some car trips and, and all these kind of things, but and I want my kids to experience other countries, um, certainly overseas, and... I just, every time I think about it, I just don't like the idea of having to haul them across multiple time zones to deal with all the things that they need to deal with, even if it's like Europe or Asia or whatever. Like my daughter, my wife and my daughter went together to Japan for uh, a week a few years back, and they had a great time. But I don't know. I just don't. there's There's just something about it that just... Feels like a big pain in the ass.
0: Well, of course it's a pain in the ass. I mean, traveling out of the country with—okay, first of all, traveling with children, period, is a pain in the ass because now you have to concern yourself with their shit. Like, it doesn't matter how many years you've been beating it into their head. It's like, who's responsible for your stuff? I, you know, I say this to my daughters once or twice a week. Usually, probably twice a week, when my older daughter leaves something on the playground at school and then has to go find in the lost and found. And I'm like, look, I'm. I don't have to buy another one of those. Don't lose (laughs) your stuff. Stuff is not free. And so just in general, traveling with children is a challenge because you've just got to concern yourself to make sure because they, they just simply aren't going to, but your kids are the age where I actually think that something like this could actually start to be fun. And now I would never take my daughters at, at ages of seven and five on a trip like that. That just, my wife and I talk a lot about how we haven't traveled, really, at all in the last few years. And it it boils down to I'm not interested in parenting on location. Like, I don't need it to be any harder than it already is.
1: Um, I I need the home field advantage.
0: Yeah, I want everyone to be fully literate and capable 100% of, like, dealing with any bathroom accidents on their own before we are, you know, out and about in a place where supplies or resources may be limited in some fashion. And that's me being selfish. I'm not going to lie.
1: Yeah. It's just just hauling yourself around on... I just don't know how... Maybe it's more my son than I probably don't give enough credit, but when you're dealing with a wild time zone swing, like how, how, how are they going to respond? Right? How is, how is he, how's he going to respond to being eight hours off his clock, either one way or the other, or even sort of worse? I don't know. I traveled when I was a little kid and I just remember being miserable.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: I remember going Which, to having to go to the Philippines when I was like six years old, and I just remember just being, just being, just being, it was just awful.
0: I mean, I think that when we've taken, the, we took a, our kids when they were very small, it was a little easier because they weren't as mobile, um, and it was, you know, but we never went any further than like, you know, outside the United States, so it was never more than three hours of difference, and it's just a, a matter of not letting them go to bed, really, yeah, <laughs> depending on what you're doing.
1: Yeah, like an East Coast trip, no big deal, right? You can, you can just stay on West Coast time. and Depends and on it, how
0: long you're going to be there, but it definitely is challenging to get them to go to sleep at all when you're doing the East Coast thing.
1: Yeah. Well, you just let them go to bed at... You just, I guess you let them go to bed late. Like, really late. Like, two in the morning or whatever. <laughs> One in the morning. Midnight. Kind of but a thing.
0: how did you get to this North Korea thing to begin with?
1: <laughs> I, I don't know. It just craw- it was just posted somewhere, and I was and I looked at it and I thought, well, the State Department's telling you to wrap up your personal business if you go gotta- <laughs> 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 And you know, my my in-laws actually uh, were on a cruise that started in Dubai and went around the Arabian Peninsula, then up through this Suez Canal. And I was like, who gets on that cruise? That cruise is, that cruise just has terrorism written all over it. But apparently they, they, they actually station military for like United States military forces on this, on this cruise. So there, there's a whole deck that's like one of the decks is closed during the, the promenade deck is closed as you round the, the Arabian Peninsula just because they don't want you, they don't want people hanging out around around on that deck. But I don't know. I just don't, I just don't feel like, I mean, I don't want to even go to the safe places let alone the dangerous places. I mean, I just, you know, if, you, if someone said, oh, don't you want to see the pyramids? I'm like, kinda. But I don't want to go to Egypt to see them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I think the to me, the biggest benefit of, of getting your kids out of the country early is to give them perspective, obviously. Um, yeah. Especially if they've grown up in a life of relative privilege. I think it's important to have them see firsthand that all humans are, you know, all people are humans and everywhere ha- everyone has the same basic needs and, and nothing really changes no matter where you go. And things are actually a lot more scarce. I, I mean...
1: I think the benefits of traveling are... Uh, you don't have to sell me on the benefits of traveling. I think that, you know, there are lots of wonderful things to see in the world. But it's just difficult.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Some people have it. Some people love to travel. They have the travel bug, right? I, I like, like to the- travel. I don't. Again, I don't find it attractive to be hauling my kids around. <laughs> I,
1: you know, I like being places. I don't like going places. Does that make any sense?
0: I guess. I mean, you've told me before that you get airport like really bad airport anxiety, which I can't relate to. So I mean, maybe in general you just you're not cut out for it. I don't. Yeah, maybe I'm not that cut
1: out for it. I mean, I don't know. Just being a also being a kind of a bigger person, like you know what I mean. Just like there's yeah. all that. There's there's sitting on a plane is never very fun. Although yeah. I like sitting next to my kids because then I can just sort of pour over into their seat and they don't.
0: Yeah, wait. you just flip that armrest up and
1: and you, take take like one and a quarter seats and you know living. I'm living the life, but. uh I don't know. I think I'm. i This is me sort of processing it because I think I'm probably gonna have to. I'm gonna pull the trigger next year. Hopefully, we'll probably go to maybe Asia. Asia might be the thing that we do. We might do the, we might do the Japan Philippines swing at some point, and I I think that'd be fun. But like I said, it'll be fun to be there. I just I just just don't like spending ten hours in the flying tube, right?
0: Yeah, just, I don't. I don't know how you can. How do you like? reason with a child who doesn't have any perspective on relative travel experience that yes this is a nine hour flight but it could be worse (laughs) (laughs) right
1: well the the pioneers left out of independence missouri for california and it took them eight months to go from i don't know took them two years to find the promised land i don't know that's just uh
0: What's I mean? What makes Asia the thing that stands out for you as the, as the?
1: Oh, we just have connections there. That's, okay, that's it. I mean, you know, you know, my wife spent a lot of time. She's got friends in Japan. She, you know, if if we're going that way, if we're going that way, she's gonna need to stop, and see people, and it's great because I know those people too. They're all really super cool and really sweet, and and uh, and Japan is just a kick in the ass. I mean, I enjoyed being in Japan, and then. My family's all in the Philippines, so we, you know, we'd sort of do a, we'd hook through, you know, you hook through Tokyo, then you hook through Manila, and then uh-huh. head on back or do something.
0: But if you didn't have family, would that still be your choice?
1: Um, if I didn't have to the Philippines,
0: Well, I, just yeah,
1: I'd I'd bypass the Philippines if my family wasn't there. <laughs> it's slightly cultural too, you know. My kids are Filipino, at least half of them. But uh, so they should see the place. I mean, again, it would it would inform them, right in terms of in terms of how other people live in the world. I mean, you'll you'll see a lot of of uh, of upstream and downstream type living.
0: You have to be uh, like, oh, now listen up. I know recreational marijuana is legal where we live, but if you do it here, they'll put you to death. <laughs> right? <laughs> they will shoot you. You know? No, and it's
1: just uh, I, they're gonna. I'm gonna do it. It's just. Uh, Maybe this is me just processing it.
0: Well, one of the things I think that I'm kind of trying to talk myself into it because it's, I, I want to do more. And we we could if we took the time to organize it. I just feel like we let ourselves get overrun by the you know miasma of day-to-day life and, and never take the time to do stuff like that. So it's like when we think about going somewhere, it's like, well, let's just, you know, I, this sounds very privileged, but it's like, let's just go to Hawaii or let's just go somewhere that's not that far away that is, you know, laid back in general and isn't going to present any major cultural challenges, but that's not an opportunity for our kids to grow really, right? It might be fun for them and things like that. But one thing that I can think of as a benefit that might change my mindset about travel in general is if I am taking the kids, I'm going to have to really dial my own neuroses back like way down onto mild, you know, onto, <laughs> onto low on, the, on, the, on the, the dial because everything's going to take twice as long as I want it to. Sure, And I'm to have to get very zen about it. So maybe I will enjoy the experience more because I just will have the ability to like, say I can't get riled up in the way I would normally right. get riled up. As
1: long as we're all together and we're all safe wherever we are is fine. Right. Like whatever's happening is fine. Right. right. We're going to check into our hotel. We're going to see some sites. We're going to do these things. We're going to struggle with the language barrier and everything will be fine.
0: Right. Leave plenty of time <laughs> for things to go wrong. Perfect. All right, All right. Well, well we, we achieved some personal growth. So I think, I think good so. for us. <sighs> oh, the exhale. <laughs> way, way cheaper than therapy. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's time to head to the OT, and that means. Now comes the part where we throw our heads back and laugh. Ready? Ready! Dad jokes of the week. Woo! So, not as bad as weeks, uh, recent weeks, but let's get right to it. What did one plate say to the other? See you around? Lunch is on me.
1: <laughs> that sounds so bad.
0: Why did the cowboy give the pony a glass of water? I don't know. Because he was a little horse? <laughs> I was a doctor for a while, but then I quit. Not enough patience. Not enough patience. Yeah. Of course. Uh, a man was admitted into the hospital because he swallowed eight plastic horses... His condition is now stable. (laughs) (laughs) These aren't good this week. Not bad. Yeah. Ireland's capital is the world's fastest growing city. Every year, it's Dublin. It's Dublin. (laughs) You bet. Stupid. Uh, Why did the rabbits go on strike? I don't know. To get a better salary. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that Come was a, that was that was a stretch.
0: Yeah, that's why I, I saved it for last. That's why you like that one. Yeah. So, how is your non-whiteboard having ass uh, working on new material these days? <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Here's my here's my joke this week. All right. So it's between a uh, a trail boss and a cowboy. All right. Trail boss. How many head of cattle do we have? Cowboy. 985 sir all right round them up then okay
0: thousand <laughs> this is very much like the kids are literal thing from before right. <laughs> there oh, go. all right well that reminds me though there was one more one uh, one more uh uh kid lie that i wanted to to touch on which is oh, yeah. um when I was little, my stepmom said our dog had to get bread to have puppies. I thought puppies came from giving dogs bread for way too long. <laughs> there you go. You know, you mentioned Cowboys, and uh, I watched a Deadwood movie recently. Oh. And my wife and I had also been watching Godless, uh, for which Jeff Daniels recently won an Emmy. Okay. And I realized that I am... Deadwood is a much is, is far superior in entertainment like I think to any Western I've ever watched like just getting back into that world and, and seeing those characters again I was just like I, I could watch this forever like think um, it I actually had this really weird reaction to it at first though because uh, it's been that show was on like from 2003 to 2007 or yeah it's, something been, like
1: that. yeah it's been off the air for a decade
0: but I didn't watch it until 2015. So everyone on the show has aged almost 15 years, and I watched it five years ago, so I'm looking at everybody, I'm like, oh my god, is this, what happened? <laughs> Why is <laughs> so was- Timothy Oliphant 83 years old? <laughs> yeah. Um, but speaking, I, I get there to bring up Godless, because I realize that I am a, just a sucker for the cowboy superhero. I never really identified it that way before, but we've talked yeah. about Quigley Down Under before, sure. right? And that's essentially cowboy superpowers. Yeah, yeah, it's a Superhero. So in Godless, there's this kid who was, you know, of course, abandoned and, and raised by, uh, a, 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 I don't know, it's not a nun. She's like a female reverend, I, I guess. Okay. Uh, and okay. then later, uh, of course, Jeff Daniels is criminal. So he, he has this set of skills and he's like a crack shot. And he also knows how to break horses in a very like, he's like the horse whisperer also. Okay. So he's, he's a cowboy superhero. And okay. I'm only halfway through the show. And it, it's it's we keep falling asleep. It's good, but we keep on the same.
1: This is faint praise. It's like, I really like it, but I can't stay awake during it.
0: <laughs> it's just really, there's a lot of quiet talking. It's late. <laughs> All yeah. right. Well, uh, what I really wanted to get to in the OT was we got another listener mail um, responding to our sports movie goat who, so listener Millie in South Beach this week <laughs> wanted to let us know that we... Uh, had a glaring omission in our list, and that's Paul Newman. So, Paul Newman's resume, according to Millie here, uh, a race car driver in the movie Winning, and plus he was an actual race car driver in real life. Uh, he played Doc Hudson. I don't he, know.
1: It's, he's, a, he's an actual race car. He's in cars. Oh, he's playing the race car.
0: Oh, got it. He got also,
1: it. no, he's, he was a race car driver, an actual race car driver, and played a race car.
0: <laughs> now I get it. All yes. right uh he was obviously a pool shark twice mm-hmm. um the hustler and the color of money uh of this list by the way the color of money is the uh, only one of the one of the two movies i've seen um he's in Slapshot as the player player slash coach yeah um apparently he played a boxer and somebody up there likes me and joe palooka in the joe palooka story and finally millie says don't tell me who's too old and out of the frame of reference no that's a miss
1: i wait, it's a swing and a miss I don't think it makes him the goat, but I think I think he, he definitely he definitely got snubbed.
0: Deserved a mention?
1: Oh, he he certainly did.
0: In the same way that we shouldn't have had to stumble onto Omar Epps in the middle of the segments. Felt
1: <laughs> bad about that later. Well,
0: on. our crack research staff
1: yeah. is uh, on crack. Obviously, that's the <laughs> that's I don't know. I don't want to tell you. All right, Millie in South Beach. Thanks for uh, thanks for bringing up uh, Paul Newman. Also, excellent uh, salad dressing. <laughs>
0: just, yes,
1: if you're into that,
0: it, it's a little weird now that he's he's gone. That the the, the cartoon image of his face is, is a little macabre. I, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't eat this
0: Caesar dressing. It's got a dead man's face on it.
1: Well, I feel like at some
0: point Paul Newman is going to be like Mrs. Butterworth. Like was Mrs. Oh, Mrs. right, but- yeah. Like
1: another generation from now, people will be like, like the Quaker Oats guy. Right. Like that's a real person. <laughs> So that's how they right. just made up this person, this Paul Newman. Right. Man, weird. Well, I eat Kentucky Fried Chicken and it's got a dead man's face on it, and I don't give a. And it's fine.
0: Yeah, that's fine. I I, laugh, I love it. Well, we had a couple more minutes here, and you did send me one other thing that I thought we could touch on. Uh, that there was a call for Batman hot takes on the Twitter, <laughs> <laughs> and I did. Do you have a Batman hot take you want to share with our listeners?
1: All right. So yes, the the uh, what's my most controversial opinion about Batman? My controversial thing about Batman is that that he punches female criminals, although it always happens off frame. Like, so let's say you're you're like a group of criminals and you're doing criminal activity, and there's a woman in that group. Batman jumps off the top of a building and knocks everybody out, right, including the woman. Like he punches women on the regular in Gotham City, crime women. Like, he put a boot in their face. (laughs) Boom! And everyone's totally fine with it because they're criminals. There, that's my controversial
0: Batman. (laughs) (laughs) I was not expecting that. Uh, Yeah, I don't... I I don't know if I can recover from that. (laughs)
1: Uh, sometimes uh, he has to fight. He fights female. He has female rogues in the female rogues
0: gallery. I mean, Why are there so many female super criminals in the Batverse? Well,
1: I mean, Gotham City, number one, is just a, you know, it's completely out of control. <laughs> I mean, they should just nuke it. They should just nuke it and start over, let's be honest. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's punched Harley Quinn. I mean, sure he has, right? A lot. Yeah. He's yeah. punched, like, you know... There's, you know, there's lots. of. He's like with their female ninjas and stuff, and he's punched them all. He punched Poison Ivy. I'm sure he's punched Poison Ivy. Right.
0: I feel like mine is, my, my, my hot Batman take is is the socialism one. <laughs> does, it, does it make sense for a billionaire to be hoarding wealth so he singularly can fight crime in a city that's overrun with supervillains? <laughs> Wouldn't it be better served if he, like, you know, treated some of the root causes of those that crime? I mean, what's going on at Arkham? We can't get any of these people rehabilitated for shit. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe maybe developing a fighting force of some kind, a security force, would be more effective. Maybe, maybe. I mean, perhaps he's supposed know? to be the world's greatest detective. He must be a smart guy.
1: He is. He's the world's greatest detective. He's also he's also a a genius engineer. He's made all these all these weapons, and he makes stuff all the time. So he's just like shitty Tony Stark. <laughs> He's he's he's, he's inward-looking Tony Stark, right? He really is obsessed with himself.
0: He really is.
1: Really, he's obsessed with himself.
0: Yes. So Batman's narcissism and selfishness and greed leads to Gotham continually going through a cycle of self-immolation. Right. Yeah. That's my I that's mean, my hot Batman take.
1: <laughs> that's such a such take. And the also one is uh, he. I think he smells bad. <laughs> that suit, man. Uh, he's he's he sweats hard every night b- battling criminals in that suit of armor i mean alfred could probably steam clean that thing every night but it still it's gonna smell like it's gonna smell like powerful bo right they must the criminals must smell batman before he's coming they're like oh shit what's that smell <laughs> boom
0: i'm knocked out <laughs> my, my teeth are on the ground Especially if it was like a pregnant woman criminal, she's with a heightened sense of smell. <laughs> and he kicks her in the face. Yeah, and he kicks her right in the stomach. Boom! Oh, why did you have to? Come on, come on. I was, I was, just, I was. It was bad enough that I brought it up. You didn't have to take it to Because he's Batman, Jesus. Because
1: <laughs> he's just there to knock you if you're, if you're, if you're being all criminally. You're expected get, expected get KO'd. Sorry, men, yeah. women, you know. 16 year old boys you don't think he's knocked out a 16 year old boy <laughs> I, I, like, i'm know, sure they're just hanging with adults like there's a bunch of adults and they bring along some kid with them and then batman comes and he knocks everybody out Go, so, oh that oh shit that kid's in high school Whoa, oh we have bad. plenty of
0: evidence of him slapping robin around <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's like oh shit oh uh, well you're hanging out with criminals so there you go now you got a broken jaw to go with it
0: i should have joined isis Right, <laughs> and, now your you're
1: gonna, and now you're going to walk with a limp for the rest of your life. I don't care. I'm Batman.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, as we close up shop tonight, <laughs> I have something else disturbing to share with you and with our listeners. I didn't. I didn't share with this with you in advance on purpose. Um, so I follow a Twitter account called Fact. I don't know how much of the fact posts are factual,
1: <laughs> But are we, are we looking? Are we looking to Twitter for facts? Is that is that, that's your first? That's perhaps your first mistake. But okay, what do we got?
0: usually i verify information but i felt like this was funnier even was <laughs> not true all right so here it is if finding nemo was real because of the way clownfish biology works uh-huh. if nemo's mom got eaten nemo's dad would have developed female gonads and formed a breeding pair with nemo okay <laughs> that's all it's disturbing <laughs> i want to share with you
1: albert brooks is a trans fish I this is coming. T- this is coming soon. By the way, to a theater near you. <laughs>
0: they're they're into it. I don't think it's so much a. It's 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 not a medically assisted <laughs> transition. I don't know if it qualifies. It's, but yeah, in
1: nature, you're you're probably right. That's probably what would have happened.
0: All right. Well, that's our show. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Hashtag. By the way, hashtag. Oh shit, man. Is what <laughs> I think. I think. I think that last segment probably gets.
0: The 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 hashtag. I'm feeling very uncomfortable about posting <laughs> this as, as we wrap it up.
1: <laughs> Hundreds of listeners throughout the world will be lines like, were this. It's fine. Yeah. They they we've been we've been too stayed for the longest
0: time. We needed to, we needed to branch out a little bit. Well, our thanks to all of you who are still listening to the three three five. Please know please know that we appreciate tremendously the time you choose to spend with us. If you don't already, please subscribe and review on all of the places that podcasts are found, and don't be shy about sharing your thoughts and suggestions for the show. Uh, happy! I want to say thanks rather to the folks that have reviewed our iTunes reviews. Are up to five? Woo! We're on a roll. What's what's our what's our rating? Uh, it's five five stars. But we do have one four star review, so I appreciate the person out there keeping it real, <laughs> not just sucking up. I did that. So I did that to Matt back in the day when he, yeah, he was asking for reviews. I like gave him a 4 star. He was like, "Thanks a lot." I was like, "Well, I just gave it a real. It's not always great." <sighs> oh, well, we'll be we'll be back next time with more 4 star content. Until then, he